Welcome to the Sharpway Show, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. 7 p.m. on the East Coast. And yes, I am here again chatting with you. And it's Monday, so it's the AMA. You can ask me anything and I will probably answer. I'll answer. You know I will. You guys have seen me so many times discuss this, so I'm sure you know that I will absolutely answer uh, questions you have. Um, I just came back from Montana. I was in Montana this weekend raising money for the MTLP and you know watching them grow, which is amazing. Uh, happy to travel across the country here or there and meet libertarians trying to make things happen. You know that's a big um, part of what I do and who I'm trying to support. So happy to go do that. I'll be in, I think, Connecticut next week. I think that's right. Um, I'm going to be in Oklahoma coming up here too. So I will be out and about and doing some New York State traveling also. So have some busy weekends. Um, I will start putting them up on the Larry Sharp page when the time comes. I'll stop. Some of them up there now. If you want to check them out, some of them are. If you're going to be in the area, love to have you stop by. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be in a podcast. Another couple of podcasts coming here this week. So you'll hear me on some podcasts too. So rocking and rolling. Hope you guys are enjoying the content I'm putting out. I wanted to begin tonight, as I usually do with something, uh, something that was kind of bugging me. And that is New York State and bail reform and parole reform. For those of you who may not know, uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, uh, New York State passed bail reform. And just recently, like last week, or was it this week? Last week, New York State passed um, parole reform. Now, you might say, Larry, you're libertarian. So clearly, you are for bail reform and parole reform. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm not sure this one, though, and that's the problem. And here is my problem with this. This, am I for bail reform? Yes, 100% I am for bail reform. The bill that got passed in New York State and the way it was enforced has not been good. And my worry is because the bill has not, wasn't that good. I mean, it wasn't a terrible bill, but it wasn't a good bill. And it was enforced horribly. And I, I feel almost like it's being sabotaged purposely by judges and by prosecutors. I mean, it's just terrible. The, the, the results have not been good, right? Without question. So now my worry is that people are going to be like, well, we need no bail reform versus going, no, 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 no. What we need is, is better bail reform. Bail reform should be, it's not what it is. It's what it should be. It should be a way of, First-time offenders not getting hammered for getting arrested. That makes sense. I'm for that, right? That's a good idea. Let's make it that you get arrested. Maybe you did it, maybe you didn't. But it's your first time. You happen to be poor. You're not a danger to anybody else. Why do you have to spend, you know, a year and a half at Rikers Island and lose your entire life when many times, whatever time you would have done for your crime is less than the amount of time you'd spend in Rikers Island? So... That makes total sense. And I get trying to fix that problem. But as you've seen story upon story of that not being what happened. And I hoped, and I was wrong on this. And I think the biggest reason was COVID. I had hoped that even though the bill was not great, that the judges would begin to put down rulings that would basically fix the bill, sadly, in the field. That's not how it's supposed to be done. It should be fixed before it gets in the field, clearly. But I assume that was going to happen. That didn't happen. My worry now with parole reform in New York State is the same thing will happen. That's my worry, that in New York State, it will be done poorly, rushed through, because it was the, the last one was rushed through. Oh, we got Democrats in power? Boom, rushed it. Hoko walks up, boom, rushed it. Now it comes through. I haven't read the bill yet, so I can't tell you if it's good. I'm telling you my worry. 
My worry is it's going to be a bad bill. That's my worry. And then it will be enforced hard because some people don't want it. They'll sabotage it. The results will be bad. And those will be publicized by the media. This guy went on parole and killed somebody. And then these guys did and will be anti-parole reform. That's my concern. And some states are doing it better than others. New York just tends to do stuff so badly. And the worst part is you would think, one would imagine, looking at New York State, well, New York State's a progressive state, right? We're a liberal state, right? You'd think we'd have amazing bail and parole reform. You'd think that, but no, it's bad. It's not good at all. And you'd think we'd have great cannabis laws. No, they're bad. Everything that you would think New York would be, it isn't. And what most people don't understand is New York is one of the most conservative, progressive states, maybe. It's more of the most statist progressives that you could possibly imagine. You get like all of the bad of progressives with none of the good, right? That's kind of how we do it, right? So none of the good parts, right? Like legalized marijuana, you don't get that, right? You get only the bad parts. You don't get any of the good parts. That's how my state is. So I'm I'm just worried about that. I don't know if you guys care, but it, it matters to me, particularly being a New Yorker, how I want it to be better. And it just isn't better. And there's like a part of me, and this is, the, I think, where I'm torn. There's a part of me that says, I don't even want any bail reform. Just don't. You're going to mess it up. Wait till like libertarians can get in charge and make it right. Just don't do it. Now, I know that's just an emotional piece because there are people who are suffering. So, of course, I want to have some kind of reform. But my worry is the damage being done might be so much that we have long-term damage that we can't undo. So while I want bail reform, while I want all those for reforms, I just, I, there's a part of me that says, just wait until we can do it better. I, I don't know. It, it sounds bad. Maybe I'm, I'm crazy. Let me grab some comments. So, all righty. Um, let's see here. Um, Shelly says, how will you stop the fake bail reform designed by Cuomo? That's my point, Shelly. It was so poorly put together. And as I, I mentioned, I believed falsely that the courts would fix it. But I think what happened is when COVID hit, and this is what happened, they just let everybody out. They didn't want anybody to go to jail because of COVID. So they're like, forget it. Let them all out. Let, let them all out. And that's not what the bill was supposed to do. It it just failed. So my, my hope would be, Shelly, what... In my perfect world, you rewrite the entire bill, right? You rewrite it with clear expectations and more importantly, with DAs on board, right? Now, the problem is the current parole reform has DAs on, on board, almost only Democrat DAs, only almost Democrats, the, the Democrat um, DAs. Now, not that it's a bad thing, but I'd like some Republicans too, Considering there's a whole lot of Republican DAs in New York State, right? I'd like them on board, too. They have to enforce this thing also. So it wasn't bipartisan at all. Neither bail reform nor parole reform were bipartisan. They were really just, we, we run everything now in a state, so now we do what we want. And I think that I would like to rewrite the bill. The odds are you can't. I'm just being forward. The odds are it's not going to be a, a, an issue. I hope that we can. I, I really do hope that we can be right. If we can't reform it or at least get some judges to come up with some, with some rulings that would put it in the right place. My biggest, my biggest piece would be to be forward with you, Shelly would be to change the culture 
of the DAs. It, there are, and I say this all the time when it comes to prisons and jails, there's three types of people in every one of them. Three types. One, those who are in jail and probably should never get out. That's group one. Group two, those who should do their time and get out and move on with their life. Three, those who shouldn't be there in the first place. All three are in every jail and every prison. The problem is I don't know which one is which, right? I can't judge that. I don't know which guy really should never get out and which guy should do his time and get out and which guy shouldn't be there in the first place. It's hard for me to know that, right? But if we set up the right environment up front, then the right, the wrong ones rarely go in. And that's the goal. I would like it to never, but we're human. I'm hoping the, the ones who shouldn't be there never go in or rarely, very rarely go in. And those, and now if you have good parole reform, right? If you have good, then the guys who go in and just do the time and get out and have a second chance at life, those guys get in and get out, do their time, pay their debt and head back out. And, and, and you know what? Get a chance of being on a straight and narrow. And the guys who should never get out, eh, they don't get out or they get out and they get right back in because that's who they are. And if we change the culture of our DAs, that's number one, change the culture of our parole boards, number two, and third, get rid of the black market. The biggest reason for all these things is the black market. So get rid of the black market and fix these two, and the bills become easier. And there's no one who even speaks about that. No one in all the bail reform talk, in all the parole reform talk, no one talked about ending the black market. No one talked about changing culture. No one discussed this. Most important piece. So, Joe, why was the stock market down today? I don't know. It was. I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was. I don't really follow. I don't. I don't. I don't follow the casino. I mean, stock market. I don't. I don't really follow the national casino. I mean, stock market. No, I mean casino. I don't really follow the casino very much. So I don't know why it was down today. It's a good question. Um, perhaps someone does know. I didn't even know it was down. I don't. I don't. I don't go to casinos, so I don't really know. So there we go. Um, where was I? Um, good evening. I didn't mean to start with a question. Oh, good. I don't mind. Yes. Lepke says the government goes to extremes of bail reform because they want to teach the public a lesson. Ooh. Lepke, that's not a, that's not a bad, you know, I, I could see that. I feel like it was sabotaged. And I could be wrong. That's an emotion that I have. So I could be wrong. But I feel like it was sabotaged because they didn't want it. Right? There's a lot of people who make a lot of money in imprisoning people. It's the prison industrial complex, right? And I know everything's industrial complex. Because everything's an industrial complex. So, yes. And there's a lot of people make a lot of money on that. And they don't want to change that model. Um, so that's not that's not too hard for me to, under, to to believe at all. So, yes. So, and in response, we need common sense bail reform. I hate the word common sense, but you're correct. Yes. I, I hate, yeah, yes. Joseph, but Larry, they broke the law. Agreed. I'm not, look, I'm not sitting here saying that every criminal should just go free. That's not what I'm saying. First off, we have to accept, accept one important thing. There's a whole lot of phony crimes, crimes that aren't crimes at all. They're crimes because some people wrote it in a book and said it was a crime, but it's not really a crime, right? It's actually crimes against the states, heresy or sacrilege. There's a whole lot of that. So again, if we end the black market helps to end that part. Right. So the only people who are going to court and going to jail are people who've created victims. And those people broke the law and should do something. Right. I'd, I'd like them to have better justice. And if they screwed up and they're not career criminals and they screwed up, then 
you made your mistake, you pay your debt, and you get back out in life, and hopefully you can rejoin a society and have a successful life. That's what I hope. So, yes, and. That's what I was, yes. So, yes. All right. Um, Shelly says, New York State has an entire list of bodies of people injured and killed by bail reform that didn't reform the bail system. Yes, Shelly, you're correct. It just lets everyone get away with crimes, especially drunk driving. Uh, I can't I can't fight you, Shelly. You're right. And that's why I'm upset. Because now there's a whole lot of people who are anti-bail reform, who prior to that actually didn't care either way. Like they were like, whatever, I don't care, whatever. They didn't even understand what bail reform was. But now there's a lot of New Yorkers like, no, bail reform is terrible. Like, no, 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 it is good. Just not this one, right? It's like if I gave you a car you hated. Don't hate all cars. This was a bad car. Don't use, don't drive that car. But there's lots of cars to drive. And maybe one of them you'll like. And I think that's what happened. That is my biggest worry. And my worry is parole reform will be the same. That it will fail. And they'll be like, well, see, all parole reform is wrong. No, parole reform, you you should give someone who is trying to get their life together and not committing crimes. And there's what bail reform should, uh, parole reform should be about, right? Bail reform should be about the first time offender not having to spend a year and a half at Rikers Island because they did something stupid, right? And ruined their entire life. If you're a repeat offender, you're a repeat offender. But if you're just first time, you should have a chance at, at you screwed up and get your life together, right? You shouldn't lose everything because you made a dumb mistake, right? And maybe you didn't. Maybe you got arrested and you're the wrong guy, wrong gal, right? So number one, first time offender, that's what it should be all about, right? Particularly if you're poor. Parole should be about not putting people away for technicalities, which is conceptually a good idea, right? Oh. I was late to my parole officer, jail, right? That should go away. You should end parole because you do something that is potentially harming somebody, right? Stalking somebody back in jail. Of course, if you're violent and you got on parole and you're stalking somebody, go to jail. I got you. But I was late. I um I drove a car and they said I couldn't drive a car. Why are you going back to jail for that? You're trying to go to work, right? So those types of things, and most people in New York State who go back to jail, don't go because it's something that was dangerous. They broke a rule. And that should end. Parole should be very lenient on the rules, not lenient on putting someone else in danger, right? That kind of thing, right? So there are rules now where um, you can't, you can't associate with someone who is a felon. What a stupid rule. Michael Larry, I don't want him hanging out with other felons. What a stupid rule. You came from that environment. Half your friends might be felons if you come from that environment. How are you going to get them all together? Who's going to know how to help you more than someone who's been in your situation? What an insanely stupid rule. So now I can't go back to people who can help me. Dumb rule. So things like that should change in parole. That's what I mean. Give someone a chance at a second chance. Here's the reality. And you all know this. You know this, Shelly. You know this. I know this. If you're going to go back to jail, no matter what you do, you're going to go back to jail if that's who you are. And there are people who are like that. But I would argue that a whole lot of people aren't that way. And if you gave them a second chance at life, a lot of them would take it. Some wouldn't, um, but they're going anyway, right? So maybe they don't go in a month, they go in two months. But I think a whole lot of people would take a second chance at life. I mean, like a lot, vast majority, I would bet. And how? why would I say that? Because when you look, when you make good changes, you see the return to jail rate plummet. So a lot of people began 
begin to take advantage when they get that chance at a second life. So, yes, absolutely. All right, let me see if I can keep going here. Um, let's see here. Um, does it? Joey says, does it seem odd to you that all major issues with people died from COVID, as many from people who were already vaccinated? All major issues with people who died from COVID is mainly from people who were already vaccinated. Also, the amount of kids I've seen who are healthy children have died because of the vaccine. I'm not sorry. One, I don't know this, Joey. Maybe you and I aren't reading the same page. I haven't seen this to be true. I'm not saying you're wrong. This is just like, you know, um, Joe asked me about the stock market. This is something I'm ignorant to. So I have not heard this to be true at all. I don't know. Um, I'm not fo- to be fo- I'm not following this that much, and I know people think I'm crazy for not doing it, but I'm not going to make any change in this, and I'm not going to change somebody's mind. So my view is the government's gone as far as I think it should have gone. In fact, far further. All I think the government should have ever done, and they did. This part, this part was good. Is they made the the vaccine available for everybody. Awesome. That's good. I'll take that. The world's not going to end. Fine. Government does that. Fine. I mean, I clearly, I put out what I thought was a better way of making that happen. But once that's done, that should be it. You want it? Run and get it. You don't want it? Okay. That's kind of where I am. And people make decisions as they want to. And if we force people, they're still not going to want it the next time. So if it's really good, right, either it's good or it's not, right, or, or you know, that's, right, it works or it doesn't. If it works, awesome, then people should get it. Good for you. Go get it. Happy. Good for you. Awesome. Um, and you'll get the next one because it worked for you. So life is good. If it doesn't work, well, that doesn't matter. But if it does work and I force you to get it and you don't want it this time, you won't want it next time either. So I haven't solved any problem. I just think we have... It sounds crazy, but I feel like we said, let it go. I'm in, I'm in frozen now. Let it go. I have to be that, I guess. I can't see any other way around it. The protests aren't going to work. They don't work. Um, the anger doesn't work. I mean, we've been protesting forever. It doesn't work. You've got to vote in the right people. I know it sounds crazy. I'm a libertarian saying that, but they don't, I haven't seen them work. I just haven't seen them work. We've been yelling and screaming about stuff for how long? I don't see, I don't see it work. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I'm happy for you guys to prove me wrong. Happy to prove um, be proven wrong. Joe says, so glad Democrats have used the lengthy majorities in this state to enact so many good things for the people that they say they would. Hmm. I'm not going to touch that, Joe. I'm going to leave that alone. Yes. Um, Jeff says, I know a pretty good first step towards solutions in New York. What they need to do is elect a guy named Larry Sharp as their governor. Ever heard of him? I have heard of him, Jeff. He's not that smart, but man, is he good looking. And I think that's all that really matters, right? I mean, they hire actors anyway. So there we go. There we go. So Jericho said, that's not true at all. I'm a nurse practitioner. I've not seen any complications from vaccine bit differently from the disease. That being said, you and I agree that it should be a choice. Yeah, I don't remember it either. I'm not, I am not saying Joey's wrong. I, I'm ignorant to this. So Joey could be right. I, I don't know. Um, but from what I've heard, just what's come in, I haven't been looking. So there may be things I haven't seen before what I'm seeing. I haven't seen um, the people who are vaccinated having complications. I haven't seen that, right? My, what I've seen, but then again, I'm more mainstream newsing it. So if it wasn't, 
I mean, I, I've really only been, when it comes to this world, I've only been mainstream using it all. So I'm only getting mainstream uh, talking points. So from both, from what I've seen and from people that I know, they have not, they have not seen the, um, some, of the some of my friends who are in the field have told me that natural immunity is actually stronger. What they've told me, I am not in the field. So Jericho, don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. I'm just telling you what I heard. Feel free to correct me. They've told me, some of them have told me that natural immunity is actually stronger than the vaccine when it comes to repelling it. That's what I've heard. Um, but I haven't heard that you have worse outcomes from being vaccinated. That I, that I haven't heard at all. So I don't know which, which one is right. So yes. All right. Tim says, in upstate, what was perceived to have happened was that our local judiciary lost all its power to keep offenders jailed. People in the throes of emotional breakdowns, he time to cool off. Valid point, Tim. Valid point. Yes. And and that's not, yeah, wow, nice. That's nice. When I, if the actual bill didn't say that, it actually allowed for several things, which I thought it would be better. And that's why I think it may be sabotaged. Because it actually says, if I remember the bill, I'm pretty sure I went through the bill when it first came out. The bail reform bill actually said, if a person was a, had either missed an appointment in the past, or they, they, they were a no-show, you can give them a bail. You can give them bail. Also, if they were convicted before, you can give them bail. So that was in it. And we've seen that was not true. There were people who've been convicted and they were not given, I can't give them bail. And I, I didn't see that in the law, but someone then told me, oh no, there was, it depends on how you read it, that the type of crime could kind of uh, um, supersede anything else. The type of crime was the primary issue and the ending else didn't matter. That's not how I read it. Maybe I read it wrong, but I just feel like it was sabotaged because that's actually not what the law said. But I think that's what actually happened. I think, Tim, you're right. That is what happened. Yes. So, Brian says the Stanford prison experiment was very enlightening. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Joey says the Democrats get a free pass from DOJ. Um, that's true. That that was true. Um, they, And this is one reason why I think they took Cuomo down when it comes to the um, harassment, because if you attack him for the harassment only, only he goes down, right? Only he goes down. But if they, DOJ actually checked out, you know, all the damage that Cuomo did, then all those other governors also get checked out for that. And then they all go down. They're like, well, let's get him on grabbing butts. Safer for all of us. It's a valid point. <laughs> Robert says, you can stop letting everyone out that is in breaking contempt of court financial order financial orders. Yeah, that would work. I like that one, Robert. Yes, that that's a crime that that no one's ha- being harmed for. You're right. That's the issue, right? There's no there's no cr- who's being is that is someone in danger because of that? And then if I can't pay the fees or the fines, whatever it is, well then how am I going to pay when I'm in jail? Magic. If I had magic powers, I wouldn't be in jail. I'd already paid the, the fine about magic powers, right? I'd genie up some cash and I'd pay it. So, yeah, this, you're completely correct. The idea that we're putting people in jail for contempt of, court, uh, contempt of court financial orders is literally debtor's prison. And we fought a war to stop that a couple hundred years ago, and now we brought it right back. You are completely correct, Robert. That's the first. That's There's no danger to someone, right? There's no danger. Exactly right. Yes. All right, let's see if I can go down here. Um, Joe says, 100%, no one in a major political party has mentioned any black market, ever. They love the black market. 
It keeps the prisons and jails filled. They love the black market. Yes. Uh, do you mean end the black market and government interference, licenses, fees, restrictions, agorists are all black market, and I get it. No, no, um, this is a great – let me be clear on how I say that. That's a, it's, a, it's a very good question, Ryan. The reason why I'm against the black market is because we have government. We do. And if you go against the government, right, we're not in a, an algorithm environment. We're in a government – in fact, in my state, our state, a big government environment, right? Big government environment. If you if you go to the black market, the average agorist goes, well, we're not going to fight and battle. You're right. Most don't. Most don't. But the problem is the government will. The violence, even if it isn't within the actual black market, the government will create it. How do we know that? Well, um, didn't didn't we have the uh, the Silk Road? Government came in and knocked that down. How about why Chicago is so violent? People are like, well, it's because of all the gang warfare. No, it's because the government agents went in, infiltrated the big gangs, and now broke all the gangs up. So instead of there being two big gangs in Chicago with kind of one kind of border, right, and they only fought when it was border clashes, now there's 300 gangs because you know, they're all broken up. They don't trust each other because of government infiltration. So the government violence broke all the gangs up. Now there's 300 borders. That's 300 border wars. Well, yeah, and now because they don't trust anybody, again, because government infiltration, so there's no trust going back and forth. So when someone does something wrong, well, now guns go blazing. Yeah, so even if the market itself doesn't want to be violent, government will force it to be violent, even though some black markets are violent, right? So particularly drugs. So many are black markets are violent, but even if it isn't violent, the government will eventually make it violent. So that's the violence I'm talking about. So, excuse me, guys. I think my allergies are bothering me today. I apologize. I'm going to wipe my nose here. I do apologize. So, bad allergy day for me. I think maybe I just came back from Montana. It messed me all up. Any case. So, that that's why I'm against the black market. Not that I'm against the idea of people doing their own things behind the government. You know, you know I don't care about that. That isn't the point. My point is, in the hyper-government environment that we're in, black markets will, by default, create violence. Even if the people in the in that market aren't violent, the government will force violence. It always does. That's how it works. So anyway, yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Andrea says we are setting ourselves up for trouble, putting all of our retirement in the national casino. <laughs> yes, absolutely, we are. One hundred percent. Yes. Tim goes ah the family court. It is a disaster. One hundred percent. Absolutely, one hundred percent terrible. Yes. So Missy says Chicago is terrifying. It's only getting worse. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, yes, all the time. Jericho says, government overregulates, leads to black market. Yep, leads to state-sponsored violence. Yes, leads to family members being jailed. Yes, leads to more crime. Yes, leads to more regulation. Yes, rinse, repeat, 100%. That, that's my worry about the black market, right? Not that I'm against the concept of it. I'm just saying that's how it winds up working in the long run, right? That's how it works. Yes. Joe says, laws on peaceful acts create black markets. Yes, with funds. Violence, consensual sex work, drugs, hair braiding, et cetera. hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. So Mike was bringing up the Vayers data. Yeah, I don't really know much about Vayers, right? From what I understand about Vayers, and again, if you guys want to 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 bring this up, I'm I'm happy to have to 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 be educated here. What I understand about this um is this is self-reporting. And 
not monitored. So literally people could just go on and say, you know, I got sick and I think it's because of. I don't know that to be true, Michael. And again, there's someone who is in the medical field who could correct me or validate me. I may be correct. That's what I understand that it is, that this is all self-reporting and that it there that there's no actual in other words, I could say, say, say I'm 80 years old and I have a bad heart and I get the vaccine and then I have a heart attack. I can say it was from the vaccine on this, even though it may or may not have been. So I'm not sure that's true. So just help me out with this. Again, I'm not saying you're wrong. Wasn't saying that Joey was wrong, saying I'm ignorant. This is what I've heard. So hope that was clear. If someone does know, I'd love to know, by the way. So, yeah. Jericho says, natural immunity is longer lasting. It seems so you're correct. Oh, there we go. See, so my friends are telling me they were right. Thank you, Jericho. And that depends on age, comorbidities, and immune system. The reality is that we are all going to get COVID at some point. Even if we are vaccinated, immunities don't last forever. But it's like a life fest and we're all jumping to a river. Well, there we go. I like that. Thank you. I love that. Torrent says, your thoughts on launching a campaign for all of us on a team, recruiting and building a team while campaigning, asking for a friend. <laughs> Here is my opinion. If you're going to run for office and you can't build a team, do not run for office. That's simple. It is a bad precedent. It's a bad idea. It doesn't work in the long run. It hurts how you look. It hurts your chance of victory. All the things are bad. And more importantly, it's selfish because there are tons of people who think the way you think, who would like very much to make something happen. If you run for office, you don't ask for the help. What are you doing? They want to help. People want to help. I went to Montana to help. Right? I've gone to California to help, South Dakota to help. I fly places to help. I want to help. People want to help, right? You guys seen me do my Libertarian Chicken Coffee live show here almost every week. I try to do it every week. Why? Do I get anything from it? Yeah. I feel good because I want to help. And lots of people like me and, and we want to help. So if you're running, go find a team. They want to help. It doesn't have to be in your in your neighborhood. That's always the best. But it could be outside of state, in the state. Go find people. Please do so. Let someone know, hey, I'm running. Can you help me to, you know, to run my schedule? Can you help me to be my so part of my social media team? Can you help me to have some policy phone calls? Can you help me to insert thing here? There's lots of people who would love to help. Ask them. But more importantly, Torrance, what happens if someone like you, just, you know, ask, just bring you up as an example, wants to run and you actually have a chance of victory? What if the fluke happens and someone who, who has trouble building a team wins? How are you going to build your staff out? Who's your chief of staff? Who's your admin support? Who's going to run your uh, whatever, city council or whatever you're running for, congressional or whatever, Facebook page, YouTube account, Twitter? Who's going to run that? You're going to get Democrats, Republicans who don't know who you are? If you're a Republican, you're going to grab Democrats? You're just going to get the system to come in and do it for you instead? Grab the, the, the insiders? Become part of deep state? If you're going to lead, you have to be able to influence people. That's unless you're going to fall behind using law to enforce your will, you have to be able to influence people, which means you have to be able to build a team, get people to work with you, right? Support you. So it is my opinion and only my opinion. You can't build a team. Don't run. However, feel free to run, right? You ask my opinion. That's my opinion. You can tell your friend that. Torrance. I know it wasn't for you. That was for a friend. There we go. So, yes. All right. Let me see if I can grab a couple more of these. I appreciate it. Sorry for my, my sniffling. I do appreciate that. Yes. 
Um, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Kathleen says victimist crimes. Yes, I agree completely. Yes, absolutely. Terrible. Yes. All right. Um, will Dogecoin go to zero? I don't think it will ever go to zero. Yes, I don't think it will ever will be. Yes, yes. Joe says innocent until proven guilty and cash bail doesn't make sense to me together. Ooh, it's a nice way of looking at it. Nice way of looking at that. Yeah, absolutely. It's a nice way of looking at it. Yeah. Always remain in jail for reasonable threat. Agreed. And, th- and that's my whole point, right? And this is my point with what Robert said, right? You're going to you're, you're going to jail because you didn't pay a court-ordered bill. Who's a th- who are you a threat to? Your credit card company? You're going to pay them? I don't know who you're a threat to. I don't know who you're a threat to. I can really agree. Yes. But look, I mean, I'm going to be forward. You, you, you got arrested and convicted of spousal abuse. Now you're arrested again. Stay in jail. I'm not mad. You could stay in jail. Stop beating your spouse. Right? That's a victim. That's someone's right. Stay in jail. I'm I'm okay with that. Make the bail, I don't know, a lot of money. I'm fine with that. That I'm there's now a threat. There is a victim. You're gonna hurt somebody. Stay in jail. Right? As the honorable judge Jim Gray says, jail should be for people we're afraid of, not people we don't like. Right? That's what it should be about. We're afraid of someone. They're going to go hurt somebody. They're going to take somebody's stuff. They're going to steal. They're going to defraud. They're going to punch. They're going to shoot. They're going to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. Put them in jail. No worries. But I'm mad because, I don't know, you had a plant in your pocket or didn't pay your bill. That's for, That's what jail's for? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yes. Um, Ralph says, what's your opinion on New York banning gasoline-powered cars by 2035? Why would you ask that question, Ralph? You think I'm going to be happy with the government banning anything? Terrible idea. Terrible idea. Not that we shouldn't have gasoline-powered cars or we should have gasoline-powered cars. I'm not against electric cars. If you want to buy one, please buy one. I hope the whole world buys it. Great. Go buy them. It's fine. No worries. But if the government wants to encourage you buying electric cars, Way better than banning gasoline-powered cars. It's a bad idea. It's only going to hurt. And if other states don't do it, they'll just go to the other states. It'll just be it'll just be a pain. It'll make things harder. It'll make less people come to New York. I mean, we already are losing too many people in the last ten years. We're going to lose another two million coming up here. It's a terrible idea. Again, I'm not I'm not against electric-powered cars. I think they're amazing. If you like them, go get them. They're great. But banning is a bad idea, right? What do I keep saying? Good ideas shouldn't require force. So I have an idea. Instead of forcing people to not have gasoline-powered cars, how about use the bully pulpit, show people the advantage of electric cars if you like them so much, show them the advantage, right? Give some benefit people to have both gas and electric and see if people stop picking electric. If people stop picking electric, gasoline cars will begin to go away. What's wrong with that? If that's what people want, right? I don't care. Let all the gasoline cars go away if that's what people want. Let them all go away. We could also not walk in if everybody wants to get rid of cars, whatever. But as long as we're choosing it, yeah, I don't mind. So, of course, I don't like it. Of course, I wouldn't. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. John says, to Shelley's point, our bail reform is bad because it isn't giving those accused of nonviolent victims crimes second chances. Yes. But giving those arrested for dangerous crimes and release for them. 100% true, John. You're right. Never help those, uh, never help those arrested for marijuana possession or safe act violations. I wish I wish you guys were wrong. That's exactly my problem. 
right? I, I wish you guys were wrong. Yes, absolutely. Michael says it's a really dumb rule. Yeah, I know it is. The the felon thing, absolutely. Uh, Joe says, don't tell anyone, Larry, but I've told my many felons how to get their voting rights to about campaigning. Nice. Don't stop. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, most people can't afford bail, so then what? No, I think it's, it's a valid problem, Jericho. I, I think you can have you can have bail that doesn't have to be cash, right? Uh, you can have bail that doesn't have to be cash. It can be something else. Um, but the issue is, again, you'd only care about that if there's a realistic flight risk, right? So um, a guy uh, a guy or gal did something and you think they're not going to come back, right? For ex- An example of that would be someone who who's missed it in the past. And you'd be shocked how many people don't come to their court date, just blow it off and keep going there, be arrested because they just won't go back to court. That That's a thing, right? That's why there's Dog to Bounty Hunter and all those shows about that because people actually don't. So if you've already done it, and the worst part of our bail reform is there were people who had already missed their last court date, didn't show up and had to be arrested. And then they got arrested. Then they got out on bail. Okay, you, you've shown you're not going to show up. You had to go get arrested so you could come back to, to the court and say, why didn't you come to court? I feel like it or whatever. I'm not coming back. Okay, get out. What? So that's one. If, you, if you're if you that person, I, you got to stay in jail, right? I mean, am I, am I wrong with this? If you're not going to come back to your court date, I'm just, am, am I wrong with this? You got to show up to your court date. You, you shouldn't have to go get arrested to come to your court date, right? That that should not be a thing. So if that that's an issue, but if you want to make um, different bail, I'm okay with that, right? Some other type of bail, for example, it's not cash, but it's some other form of uh, property that someone owns, or even a physical thing. I'm okay with that too. A lien against the car. I'm happy with any of these ideas, right? Any anything that will get the person to make sure they show up, right? So you can put a lien against their car, that kind of thing, right? Don't take the car. Lien against the car. If you don't show, we're going to take your car. Okay, okay, I don't lose my car. I show up to my court date. So that kind of thing I could see. I could also see instead, and I, and I talked about this before when I was running, is instead of cash bail, um, using ankle bracelets, right? Ankle bracelets could also work. Because if they got an ankle bracelet, then they can still go do their thing. They say, say you let them know, look, if you're going to leave the state, you have to tell us where you're going. So we know where you're going for the time. So we don't think you're trying to escape. Right. So, hey, I'm going to go to Jersey to visit my mom. I right, fine. You can go to Jersey. Let us know. So we don't think you're, you're fleeing the state. You cut that thing off. You go to jail. You don't cut it off. You let people know where you're going. You get to come back in whatever, three months, six months, whatever. So I like the idea of also using that. So, Jericho, I think you can have other ways of doing it. Um, I'm not against the concept of bail. Right. I'm not against the concept. I'm against punishing first offenders and I'm against punishing poor people. So if you can find ways getting around that, that's fine. I'm okay with that. So I hope that was clearer, if that makes any sense. So um, let's see here. Um, investing doesn't have to mean casino and gambling. Under. Yes, it doesn't. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, it doesn't have to. I'm just telling you, the stock market, though, is a casino. And if you are good at it and you know what you're doing, then it's like playing blackjack or playing poker, right? Because you kind of know what you're doing. So you plan against others, you're figuring things out. And if you're good at it, you know, very good poker players will often do well, right? Because they're good poker players. If you're a good investor, you'll often do well. 
But sometimes you get screwed. And if you're not a good poker player, well, you're not really in trouble. And the worst was if you don't know what you're doing, then it's roulette. If you don't know what you're doing, the stock market's literally roulette. I'm just ru- spinning it and hoping that something happens. I've no, it's roulette. So, it, but it is a gamble. It's not a guarantee. And the, the, not that I'm even against casinos or gambling. I'm okay with that. What I'm against is the government acts like it's not. The government acts like, no, it's real and here's what. No, the stock market should be run by a gaming commission. I'm not even joking with that. Not by the SEC. That's that's silly. The, the SEC is a Praetorian Guard for the elite. That's not actually anything except the Praetorian Guard for the elite. Instead, this should be run by a gaming commission. So you know the odds, right? And let people be open. If you're going to be doing this, here's the odds. Here's the odds of this, the odds of that, the odds of the other thing. Here's the odds. Are, is it fair? I mean, look, and the, and the gaming commission sees. Is it rigged or not? Oh, it's rigged? Well, then you punish people because it's the gaming commission, right? You lose your license. You can't You can't be in a, in a game anymore because you're cheating. But as long as the odds are clear, we know what's going on, eh, what are you going to do? Now we try to regulate it, and it'll just make sure as the little guy never knows what's happening. And you, you have to basically be a, a professional to even have a clue what's happening. And even professionals often don't have a clue what's happening. The people who were selling those derivatives back in 2007, 8, and 9, they didn't even know what the hell they were. I'm not joking. If you were there, you know. They had no idea what it was. They were like, this is just, I can make money selling these things. And they did. So I'm a little bit of exaggerating, Dustin, a little bit, but not by much. Not by much. So Maureen says, my 16-year-old brother was killed by a drunk driver in 1976. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Our lives are never the same. Of course. Letting drug drivers out of jail to kill more people while they're waiting their hearings is wrong. That happens a lot more than you might think. No, I'm, 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 again, that, that's my point, Maureen. I, I'm, I'm not against doing this when there's a victim, right? There's a threat of someone doing something bad. I, I'm with you, right? If there is a threat, that's it. Yes. So, Jericho, a lot of people can't afford bail and they're stuck in prison. That was my point earlier that there are, you can do other ways. I'm okay with that. You, you can find other ways. I'm fine, but just have them show up. You, you got to be able to show up to your court date, right? You have to be able to get your day in court. That makes any sense. So you, you want to be able to do that. Absolutely. So, yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh-huh. Uh, Echo Flood says, how do we as a nation roll back existing laws and empower the two-party system? Um, I'm going to give you some good and bad news. The bad news is it's not going to be easy. At all. The deck is totally stacked against us. Here's the good news. There is an answer. Be more popular. I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's what matters. Being more popular matters. If you're popular, people pay attention to you. And when they pay attention to you, they do it not because you're smart, because you're good looking, or because you're savvy. It's because you're popular. That's why they pay attention to you, right? You know, many people who are celebrities, kind of because they're celebrities, That's the reason why she's famous. Why? Because she's famous. He's famous. Why? He does stuff. That's why. But we listen and we pay attention. We need more libertarians to be more famous or more famous people to be more libertarians. Either one of those two doesn't matter. Then they'll start talking about it and then people will want to follow them. That will break the two-party system. That's how it works. You need to get someone elected like that. That's the issue. So, yes. Um, Brian says, this country is getting so bad that I'm considering retiring overseas. One possibility, Egypt, low crime, low cost of living. And I'm told by national, if you leave others alone, the government leaves you alone. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I, I don't know much about Egypt. 
So I don't know if that's the right answer for you. Um, Brad, I, I hope if you choose to go there, that's a good choice for you. Um, I would rather you stay and help us fix here would be my personal choice. But I'm not mad at you if you leave. I mean, I, I get where you're going with this. My worry about our country is that we are starting, starting, we're already on a road that is leading towards permanent division. Once you have permanent division, the only answer becomes violence. I don't want that answer. I'm really unhappy with that. I don't want that answer. I don't want it to happen. And that's my biggest worry. I don't want to, I don't want that to happen. And because if that happens, you want to do things, government collapse or government dictatorship. One of the two, government collapse, dictatorship. Now, some, some of you libertarians are like, yeah, collapse. Yeah. I would like an orderly shutdown, right? That would be nice. An orderly one, right? If you remember um, in 2020, when Adam Kokesh was running for president, he was talking about the idea of taking America almost like through a bankruptcy procedure, right? And totally dismantling the federal government to where it's just each state has its own local government. And I was like, well, I'm not sure America's ready for that, but that's a plan at least, right? I mean, that's like a way to do it. It's not just collapse. And my worry, Brian, is that we're moving to either collapse, which we saw how well that worked in Afghanistan, um, that, or dictatorship. Both are bad. I'd like us to slowly have a smaller government. See, that's my plan. My plan is a slowly smaller government so that now the people are okay with depending upon their own communities and themselves to fix their problems. And I think it can happen. Maybe you'll stay and help. Or maybe you'll go to Egypt and I'll bring you back when it's over. <laughs> so one of those two is fine, Brian. I hope I can keep you though. Yes. Brandon says, natural immunity is way stronger than a jab without question. I've heard that more than once, Brandon. I've heard that a bunch. I've heard a lot. So, yes. So, all right, here. Um, let's see. Jericho says, oh, yeah, already brought that up. Yep. Thank you so much. Already, already covered that one. Let me grab a couple more if I can. Um, Joe says, yeah, I wouldn't let someone walk out of jail prior to a hearing if they were found in a wheel of a car that killed someone. Another per perfect example. Yes. Good. Joe says, fine, I'll get famous. About time, Joe. I've been bugging you forever to get famous. You know, getting tired of this. You need to get famous already. All right. All right. Fine. Yes. Robert says, I'm against appointed judges, and I believe the term should be cut in half. Oh, and if we had access to the court cameras, maybe we can make an informed decision when it comes to judges during election time. Um, Robert, I think yes to. Yes to. I don't know about the term. I'm unsure about that. Yes to appointed. Um, yes to court cameras. And I would add one more thing. I don't know about the terms. I'm unsure about that one. But I have one more thing. Why don't we have a Yelp review for all judges? And why can't we have cameras in courts? Or if not cameras, at least like the Supreme Court, at, at, at a minimum, why can't we have audio? At a minimum, audio. They have The Supreme Court has audio. We can't have audio in courts? I think the Supreme Court should have cameras. But I'll take audio. Look, one baby steps. I'm totally with you. Audio, be fine. And um and Yelp system. I'm not joking. We should be judging judging them, of course. Absolutely. Yes. So Steve says, how about just limiting bail? Misdemeanors is the is appearance. While the crimes held until speedy trial. (sighs) 
the misdemeanor piece I get. But the problem with violent crime is even if speedy trial is 30 days, which it never is, but even if it is, that's 30 days you lose your job, you lose everything, right, for 30 days. So that that's my worry. And because you get just because you get arrested for a violent crime doesn't mean you did it. Doesn't mean it was an excuse or reason, right? I mean, so what about self-defense? In New York State, you know this. In New York State, literally, if I defended someone's life with a firearm, I'm going to jail. Even those witnesses. Doesn't matter. I'm getting arrested. That's you know that's how that works, right? So literally, if say some bad guy wants to shoot somebody and I'm Superman and I wrestle them and I get the gun away and I, and I put around them and I drop them. Even if I don't kill them. Just, I just dropped them. I'm going to jail. So in this case, speedy trial for me, maybe if I'm lucky, 90 days. If I'm lucky, 90 days. And I probably want it to be longer. I'm probably going to wait. I'm probably going to waive my right to a speedy trial because I want the information to get out. I want to be able to talk to the people. I want data to come out. I want my lawyer to do all. So I'm going to sit in jail for six months. So my lawyer can go, no, look, fine. Look, it is now, it is now self-defense. Assuming I can get the judge to agree that we can actually plead self-defense. Yeah. You didn't know that the judge decides if you can plea a certain plea. They decide that. I mean, use a defense. I'm sorry. Use defense of self-defense. The judge decides that. How is that real? I don't even know how that's so stupid. But anyway, so that's my worry about the idea of violent crimes. Um, the issue would be, am I a first offender? And I keep going back to that, right? Look, is there a chance that I could be arrested twice for shooting somebody and not shot the person? Yes, there is a chance that happens. But you and I both know. Odds are real slim. Is there a chance that I get arrested once for shooting somebody I didn't shoot them? Yes, that, that happens. Yes, I wrong place, wrong time. It was a mistake. Uh, there was some kind of problem. Could have happened twice. I'm probably shooting people. I'm just I'm being forward with you, right, Steve? I'm being forward. Odds are, I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'm really unlucky. It is possible. Odds are I'm shooting people, right? So I don't mind second chance I'm in. First time, that's my entire piece. People get in the wrong place, wrong time all the time. Cops make mistakes. They're humans. Of course, judges make mistakes. People make mistakes. My biggest issue is first-time offender. That's my biggest issue on this whole thing. So, yes. That's my worry about what that, that piece right there. So, yes. Shelly says, bail should be income-based unless a direct threat to the other people is accused of making money by criminal behavior is a victim of the crime. Huh. I think that's true, right? I mean, the, the goal of bail shouldn't be to bankrupt you. It should be that you have a reason to come back and show up for your court date. That should be the thing, right? You should be able to come back for your court date, whatever that is. So I'd buy the Shelly 100%. Yeah, I'd buy it. Yes. Larry, I'll see you in Rensselaer County October 10th at 7. There we go. I love that. We are going to be there. So come by if you can. Yes. All righty. Um, let's see if I can do this here. Um. Larry, this whole bail thing makes you think, what do you think of capital punishment? Do you think US, uh, New York should have it? Um, I'm going to do two parts to capital punishment. In theory and in practice. In theory, do I think there is a an environment or a time that maybe a community feels the only way to protect itself from a horrible predator human being 
would be to kill them. Maybe. I think that is theoretically possible that it could be a situation where that would be the case. Do you believe the government is ever able to make the right decisions when it comes to that? No. No. And I think the amount of failures, mistakes, errors, data issues shows that the government doesn't do a good job of this at all. It's terrible at it. So I don't want the government to be able to kill its own citizens. So in theory, do I think there could be a time when capital punishment could be the answer? Totally theoretical. Yeah, could be. I'm open to that concept. New York State? No. 100% no. No. No capital punishment. And I know people say, well, what if he killed 75 people or whatever? They always say that thing. First off, very few people do that. And anyone who does that always plea bargains down. So they don't get the maximum penalty. So Jeffrey Dahmer ate people. He didn't get death penalty. He literally killed and ate them. He pled out. So he didn't get the death penalty. He got life sentence. Of course, they killed him in prison, which I'm not so unhappy about. But anyway, the point being, so even for that, the person goes, well, what about the, the mass murderer? Then they plead down so they don't get it. So the person who would deserve a death penalty in theory, right? If, if you're going to find someone to kill, someone who admits to killing and eating people would be the guy, right? If I'm going to pick a guy to be murdered by the state, if I'm going to pick one, it'd be the guy who openly admits, yeah, I kill people and I ate them. Yeah, let's kill that guy, right? If we're going to do it. And that guy doesn't get it. So who does get it? Well, who actually gets it is someone who actually tries to defend themselves. And then some eyewitness goes, nah, I think it was him. And then that guy gets life. That guy gets the death penalty. So, no. In theory, I could be be convinced theoretically. I could be. I'm open to it theoretically. In practice, 100% no. No. There aren't that many people who could get it and who would even get it. The people who do get it are far less worthy than the people who don't get it. And again, I go back to Jeffrey Dahmer. Admitted to killing and eating people. And did not get death penalty. If you're going to kill anybody, it's that guy, right? I mean, I, who's worse? I, I can't find a worse guy than that. So anyway, so yes. All right, let's see if I can get, go through here. Tamara says, it's my understanding that the strip mining required to get all of America to get into electric cars would do more environmental damage than if we just kept driving gas powered. To be forward, I'm unsure, Tamara, if that's true or not. My issue's... My response is the same. I still don't want government forcing it either way, right? If you're correct, obviously I don't want government uh, um, forcing it. If you're not correct, I still don't want government forcing it. Because if people begin to shift and move into that, this will come to light, right? So, I mean, if all of a sudden you find everyone deciding, oh, we love electric cars, let's all go buy electric cars. Well, the car companies will say it. And they'll shift into electric cars. Some of them are already doing it, right? You'll see them move to electric cars because we want them. And then we'll see the strip mining start happening. And the environmentalists get angry and go, you're strip mining the entire world. And then maybe we'll get smart and go nuclear. That's my hope, Tamara. My hope is to go nuclear. And then all good. But yes, that, that another reason why my point is we should allow the market to slowly move towards that area. If we move towards that area, then what will happen? The market will change and shift. So, yes. Brian says, the founders have tried to prevent debtors' prison. Yeah, they failed on that one. They failed on that one. Yes. They, they failed on that one. Absolutely. Yes. So, all right. 
Um, see if I can go down a couple more. All right. Missy says, please help us with the sharp way. Yes, Missy's correct. So do me a, a favor. Take the world's smallest political quiz. You see it right there. It's in the description. Click that link in my sponsors. You know they're my sponsors. You know I'm bugging you to take the quizzes all the time. Take this one, right? I bug you all the time. Please take them. Please share them. It's awesome. Let's people know that you care. People start talking about you, talking about the issues. And my sponsors are happy so I can keep the show going, right? I think you guys want the show to keep going. Take the quiz. Larry, I'm tired of your damn quizzes. Okay, then give me some money then. See, it's one or the other. Either way, take the quiz or go to patreon.com slash shopway and throw me 10 bucks. See, so either give me 10 bucks a month or take the quiz or if there's something else you can do. If you don't want to do either of those, no worries. Like, comment, and share. You can do one of those three if you care about the show. I know you do because you're watching it. So if you care about the show, do one of those three. Throw me 10 bucks. Go take that quiz and share it or like, comment, and share. Either way, you're supporting the show so we can keep going. Because remember, I get shadow banned constantly. The like, comment, and share piece, huge. So huge. Please keep doing that. Thank you for that, Missy. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So, yes. I hope I answered your question, Sean, on the on the, um, on the the uh, capital punishment piece. I hope I did. And, of course, Ryan has to pop up. Gen4nuclear.com. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ryan says, hemp would solve like 80% of our fossil fuel needs. I don't know if it's that high. That seems high, but you're right. It would solve a lot. Hemp is a big, big issue. It would help tremendously in many things. It, it, are you are you actually saying 80% or are you just kind of saying a lot? I'm not sure if that's, is that an accurate number? You're just kind of saying it's a lot. I'm with you on a lot, right? I don't know if that's an ac- accurate number, but yes, big fan of hemp. Should be spending a lot of money, not a money. We should, as humans, should be spending a lot of money on hemp so that we can actually make this thing move forward. I completely agree. It, it definitely is. Um, it definitely can help tremendously. So Joe says, government makes so many mistakes. Yes. That's why I don't favor death penalty. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's my problem. 100%. Too many errors. I remember, was it Illinois? I think it was, was it the 2000s or the 90s? Sorry, Illinois did a, um, Illinois did a, uh, um, an audit of the people on death row to check them with, was it DNA evidence, something like that? And how many they found were actually innocent. And it was some crazy number, like 20% or something. I'm making that number up. I don't remember what it was, but it was a very high, right? It was a very high number, like 20%. And they were just shocked. That's where the moratorium came. They were like, my God, all these people, we killed them for nothing. Moratorium. And that's my issue. If I believed that the government would only make a mistake, maybe one in a million. I'd be at least, I would at least be open to thinking about it, right? If I could actually believe that, at least maybe I could be convinced. Maybe. Maybe still no, but at least if it was that low of a, of a mistake level, we could have a conversation, right? Maybe. But if it's not like that, I mean, even 1%, 1 in 100, that's still way too high. It's got to be less than a percent for me to even have a conversation on the government being able to kill its citizens because it'll just start killing them. It's one of the things government does really well, kill its own citizens. Killing and imprisoned citizens, governments are really good. At, that's like, that's their skill set. Like, they're good at that, right? They can kill people, imprison people, make things uh, full of paperwork and check boxes, and write checks. Those are the four skill sets of government. They're good at all of those things, right? So I got to write a check. Government can write lots of checks. Really good at it. Fixing problems, terrible. Solving anything, terrible. Making things better, oh, horrible. Bad at all those things. 
but good. Imprisoning people, killing people, oh, ah, so good at that. Particularly if you want to kill like random people. I mean, oh, if you want to kill indiscriminately, you cannot be government. Like they are cream of the crop, top of the game. They got imprisoning people. Again, hopefully also random people. Doesn't matter if they're like really guilty or not. Oh, awesome. Grubbin's so good at that. And making things, you know, just checking boxes to make things less efficient to go slower. Government, amazing. There's not a company that could beat the government at making things slow and not work well. I mean, government's amazing at that. And last, just randomly writing checks with no with no responsibility of where they're going, who's getting them, or if any, it's any value. Government's amazing at that. Banks aren't that good. Like, banks can't do it as good as government can. So those are the four skills of the government. So they'd have to be really, 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 like, one in a million. Then maybe I'd consider it. Maybe. Anyway, you don't want you don't really you really don't want to put you don't unless you want any of those four things to happen, you really don't want to put government in charge. Right? You have to want one of those four things to happen. Then, I mean government is perfect. Yes. Yes. So anyway, so if I can keep going down this if I can. Um, let's see here. Um let's see. Gary jo- oh, hold on. Big day here in Canada. Any thoughts on the election up here? Um, I'm not paying attention to your election. I'm sorry, Logan. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know what's happening up there. I apologize. I, I, I was in. I was in Montana, which is on the border of Canada, but there weren't any Canadians there talking about it. So I don't know. I, I was away the entire weekend, so I've I've been kind of blank on news for a bit. So I've got to catch up on my news. So I haven't really checked out enough. So I didn't know the stock market was down. I've got to check out more on that. So sorry about that. So in any case, all right, that's good. All right. See here. Um. Let's see here. Um, Gary Johnson said during his campaign that it was something like three to four percent will put it that's rolling with the government. Wow. Imagine four percent. So a hundred people put to put to death, four innocent. The government kills you and you're innocent. And you know, there's a worse part to this. There's a worse part to this. And you might say, how how could it be worse? The family. Just imagine. It's your dad. It's your brother, right? It's going to be a guy. I mean, it could be a woman, but it's, it's a guy. So it's your brother or your dad. Your dad is executed by the state for murder. Let's say you know he didn't do it. How do you feel your entire life? The state just killed your father for nothing. What if you think he did it? And he didn't do it. It was innocent. He didn't do it, right? You now sit with that as, my God, my father was a murderer. And he wasn't. You live your entire life that way. Wife lives that way. Siblings, family. My God, our family member, our brother, our cousin, our uncle was a murderer. And he wasn't. They deal with that guilt, that pain, that shame for nothing. He's not a murderer. So it's not just the guy who lost his life, which sucks, but it's all the people who behind him who either they think he's a murderer, which is terrible, or they know he's not a murderer, which is kind of worse because the people around them think, no, he was a murderer. The government wouldn't have killed him if he wasn't a murderer because they don't want to believe their government would kill someone who's innocent. So people around him are like, no, he was a murderer. You're just crazy. You're just stupid. You deal with that. So I'll go even further than just the person killed. How about everyone who loves that person? They're all bothered by that. Yes, absolutely. So nothing, nothing but bad. 
I'm, I'm nothing but bad. And then, of course, he says, and taxpayers get the bill. Yeah, on top of it all, 100%. Absolutely. So, guys, I'm going to cut this one a little bit short. You can see that my allergies are killing me tonight. I apologize. Um, I, I'm happy for the time you guys gave me. Please don't forget to support the show. Like, comment, and share. I always ask you, please keep doing it. It does matter. Um, I will be on um, a podcast tomorrow evening. Please check it out. I'm in a podcast as a guest at 8 p.m. I'll have an earlier show around 7 p.m. tomorrow. So I'll be on twice tomorrow. You guys can check me out. Hopefully I'll be over this, this stuff here. And I won't be blowing my nose in front of you like I was. I apologize. Uh, so anyway, guys, have a great night. I will see you all very soon.